Hey, good morning, all. Uh, you're tuned into Spiritual Breath. That's right, Spiritual Breath with your boy, JT. And I want to take a brief moment to talk to you. Do you want your true blessing or your partial blessing? Yeah, let that dial in for a minute. Do you want your true blessing or your partial blessing? And I'm going to come from Genesis chapter 17. It's the most familiar uh, scripture that has been taught over and over again. It talks about Abraham and Sarah having a kid. <coughs> Excuse me. And both of them were um, elderly, uh, you know, up in age when this, this, this message they got from God that they will be receiving a child. And even though Sarah didn't want to accept it, she still had one anyway. So in the process of trying to be defiant and, and not uh, take her, her body and be subject to deliver the child at such a late age in her life, she had her uh, uh, maidservant to go and um, have relations with her husband. And they end up producing a child and they named him Ishmael. But the God said that he would have a child through his wife and he would name her is, um, in Isaac. But here's what the part that gets me. Here's what the Bible says in Genesis 17 and verse 20. And he says, And as for Ishmael, I have heard thee. Behold, I have blessed thee, and I will make him fruitful, and he will multiply. Multiply him exceedingly. Twelve princes shall he beget. And I will make him a great nation. Catch that now. You're hearing the blessing over Ishmael's life and what will come out of his seed seeds. But then he says in verse 21, he says, But my covenant will I establish with Isaac, which Sarah shall bear unto thee at the set time in the next year. Now let's stop right there. Um, I want y'all to understand that Ishmael still received the blessing. But as you said, it was limited. As you see that it was not the full blessing of the covenant. The covenant of full covering. Meaning that from him seed seeds, they will all be blessed. And things will come from that seed of covenant because God is with them. And more things will happen versus with Ishmael. Not that he wouldn't bless Ishmael. But the thing is, his obedience, Abraham and Sarah, would brought them to a covenant blessing from God. What does that mean to you? Look at this. The Bible says also that he reigned on the just as well as the unjust. If you're looking at this illustration that I'm giving you now, you will see that God, God is blessing us regardless, saved or unsaved. But there is a limit that is established when you're unsaved or acting out of the will of God. In other words, you'll be acting like Ishmael acting like a partial blessing, a partial covenant, that that God doesn't have to go full out to make sure that you receive. He's only giving you what you need, survival probably. So in other words, here's what you say, and it's rained on the just as well as the unjust. For you all sitting up there getting mad and upset because your neighbor who is not saved, who's not sanctified, who's not living a life um, with God, has what you say a full blessing but let it be known they only got a partial blessing they're walking actually in the Ishmael uh, blessing where God is just covering him but see the devil uh, uh, makes that and illuminates that and makes it bigger than what it is because what he does is he puts that on display when you're going through he, he puts those things in high marks when you're trying to make it 
and you're looking and you're evaluating what they're doing versus what you're doing. See, when you establish that relationship with God, that connection with God and the trust in the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you, you establish a covenant relationship where God has the responsibility to build you up and to teach you and direct you, where God has to focus on making sure that you survive, where when you're under the will of the adversary, and then for this sake of discussion, we'll say under the Ishmael covenant or, or relationship, you will see that these things are all limited. The one thing that you have to understand is you're living past what you're seeing. You're living past what tomorrow may hold because, see, you're looking for eternal life with Jesus Christ. That eternal life is a permanent covenant that you have established with God that when this uh, uh, world pass away, you will be with forever with him, a continual covenant where he will continue to bless you and look over you. But if you are under this world and following under the teaching of Ishmael, then you may find yourself in a place that you won't see the everlasting blessings of God, but the everlasting curse, meaning finding yourself in the pits of hell. I know that this may be difficult for some to understand, but I want to I say this, hold for a second, that many have got this mistaken, and it doesn't mean that you, you um, are not them back up. If you are in the Ishmael, practicing Ishmael, that means that you don't have to be, um, you could be saved or unsaved, but being saved is that you haven't fully committed to the covenant relationship that's needed to stay in focus with God. Meaning you're saying you are saved, but you haven't repented from your wrongdoings. You haven't asked God for deliverance from the things that are holding you up. You rather sit there and what people say straddle the fence. You only want God when he's blessing you, but when he asks you to do something, you turn a deaf ear to that. Uh, in other words, you find yourself trying to compete with you on what you should be doing instead of turning it all over to God. If you would turn it all over to God, then God said, I would never leave you or forsake you. But see, that doesn't apply when you're under an Ishmael kind of a practice, meaning that you're deciding whether or not should you try uh, God or follow God, or you've said you accept God, but accept God with limitations. In other words, you're saying to God that you know that you're able to do these things, but I'm not willing to follow you when you ask me to go forth. It's no different than Sarah sitting up here hearing the word of the Lord that she would have a child and denying it because of her age or because of her health or because of whatever. If God's said it she should have been like Abraham and believe it's already done but amazed to her regardless of what she thought she wouldn't do she ended up producing that child so I'm saying to you all it's better to be in God's goodwill than be in God's curse. It, it, it's better for you to do what God tell you to do than to sit back and try to uh, play devil advocate and try to figure what's best for you. If you know what's best for you, you should trust in God. There's a passage in the Bible in Romans that says all things work together for those who love the Lord and call according to his purpose. I'm here to tell you if God has called you then it will behoove you to get yourself together and stay in the good grace of God. Because as you can see, especially in a time such as this, many people are leaving this earth. And I would rather say that if I leave this earth, I'm believing knowing that I'm going to a promised place with God than going to a cursed place with God. Knowing what my life is like. There's nobody here that doesn't know that God is real or has not tasted and seen how good he is. What I mean by that, you have seen God extend life, he has seen him how he's unblessed you, and even now in this pandemic, you have seen the love of God be extended to you. Now, he's done that to all, but let me tell you this, 
that doesn't mean all of them would make it through this this next storm. I, I just believe that we're looking at it, Ishmael, at this full blessing where God is reigning on the just as well as the unjust. But here we're saying the blessings and the covenant God has established for those who are faithfully seeking him and diligently trying to find out the him. In other words, family, I'm giving you a spiritual breath today. Ask yourself, are you living under Ishmael? Or do you have that covenant relationship of Isaac? And the easy way to find that out is to look at the choices that you make. Do you see yourself praying in the morning, seeking God's face before you leave the house, asking for direction? Does it seem like God is the first thing that comes to your mind when you start your day or the last thing that you go to sleep with? And you might not be there. But you should feel some desire in you, a movement in you that reminds you that there's something greater out there than yourself. And that greater has an urge or a movement that pushes you to seek him and give him the glory that is needed. Um, you know, it goes both ways. Because if you're a sinner, you find that urge to continue to sin. But if you say you're a child of God, then you should have an urge trying to be more like God. Listen, this is not jury, judge and jury right now. This is just a thought putting in your mind. So I'm here to tell you now, continue to do as God leads you. And if he's not leading you, find that connection, find that relationship, and find that full commitment to the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you and direct you. And I promise you, if you do that, you will always be in God's covenant. Doesn't mean that you're going to be perfect. Doesn't mean that you're going to do everything right. No. But at least you know you have some help. The Bible tells me that the Holy Ghost is a comforter. It also said it leads you into uh, bring all things to your memory. And it also leads you in the right place where you need to be. Because the Bible says the righteous man steps are ordered by the Lord. And all you have to do is get into that place of commitment. Ask God for forgiveness. Get that deliverance that is needed. And set your record straight that you are fully persuaded that nothing will lead you or guide you from the love of God. And if you can do that, I believe that you will know that you're in that covenant relationship. And God can work more things for you. With that being said, this was Spiritual Breath with JT. I just wanted to stop by and drop a nugget over to you. Hopefully that you enjoy it. Until then, next week, I'm going to try to do this a little more regular than what I've been doing. And one more shout out to my man, Louis Gonzalez. He hit me up in a note talk about he needs a little bit more nuggets to eat. So here it is. Open up the plate. Here's your happy meal. And for you all that are just tuning in for the first time, share this message with somebody else. See if we can get somebody excited about hearing how we can get a spiritual breath. This is JT and I'm out of here. Thank you.